Whew, I am having a hot girl summer, but not the type that Meg is talking Uh-oh. about. Uh-oh. I am hot. <laughs> you have hot flashes over there, Baby, we too young for that. We're nearing. <laughs> I'm Shannon. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to Black Tivities. A celebration of all things Black. Black culture, Black history, Black perspectives, and Black panache. Celebrating our Blackness doesn't mean exclusion. Everybody's invited, but you got to come in and have a seat. So let, let the Black Tivities begin. Hey, y'all. I'm Shannon, and she is Lisa. Woo-woo! And we are your Black Tivities host from the Big GA. June is Black Music Month, so that's what we're talking about today. But I want to acknowledge our new listeners first. Shout out to you. But you know you're late, right? This is season three, so you might have some catching up to do. Of course, our audience is mostly in the U.S. because we talk about U.S. history and issues. But Lisa, did you know that we also have listeners in Canada? India, Germany, the UK, Zambia, Ireland, Sweden, South Africa, Kenya, Mexico, Russia, France, Ghana, and Oman. No, I didn't. Actually, I did not. That's amazing. Shout out to all you guys. We really appreciate you listeners. Really appreciate you listeners. Since y'all listening, make sure you guys are following us. Start out on Instagram. Black Activities Pod. Just come on, guys. Just come bring it on in. We have family. Let's embrace it. Before we uh, get on with the show, we really need y'all to share this. Share this information. Share this love with all of your friends. That's that's very, very important. Okay? Um, if you're listening, you're a part of this village, and it takes a village to raise a child. This is our child that we birth, so we need your support. I'm um, also, yes. We want to spotlight one of our Black businesses who's partnered with us for the Juneteenth drawing. Um, we did a raffle, which was amazing. The feedback we got was really great. Special shout out and thank you to Mahogany Love and Services. This beautiful sister can provide any digital photocopy services such as business cards, flyers, brochures. She even go as far as creating logos and assisting with building websites. Now, she is the true definition of queen of all trades because she's also a notary and have her own eyelash line that is available on DoorDash. Did you know that? You can get eyelashes on DoorDash? Yes, ma'am. She has, you can go find her on DoorDash, especially there has been occasions where I was like, I wish I had some lashes to put on, but it's too late. I'm not going to go to the dollar store in this, uh, this outfit I got on, my special outfits, but yes. You can DoorDash her lashes, which are amazing. Okay. So special shout out to you, Queen Mahogany Love. You guys, please follow her on Facebook or IG. That's Mahogany Love and Services. Tell her Black Activities Pod sent you. Okay. Yes. And we will put her information in the show notes. So check there. Yes. So let's jump right into the sax facts today. Let's get in. Come on. Share with us, Shannon. Embrace us. Share with us your knowledge. Let's go.
when I say every song that you've ever listened to was influenced by black people in some way, I'm not blowing smoke. And we're going to break it down now. The foundation of all the music we listen to in the U.S. is either in sacred music, folk music, blues, or a combination of the three. So let's start with folk music. We talk about folk music. We're talking about traditional music passed down through generations orally. Slaves on their way to America were sometimes forced to perform their African folk songs on slave ships. The purpose of this was to improve the mortality rates on board. That was something interesting that I found. Enslaved people also used this music on the plantations as a way to communicate and keep their spirits up through field hollers, which were also called work songs. It was often a call and response type of thing, which is something that you might also hear in modern day songs. Other folk music used instruments made from things like animal bones and washboards or whatever it was that they had around. And this music led to ragtime, which led to jazz music and influenced 60s protest music and hip hop. And where do you think they got country music from? Mm. We ain't got some new, that's some different territory. We ain't gonna go there. <laughs> Sacred music has been deemed the earliest form of black music in America. Some of y'all are like, wait a minute. You just said that they were singing folk music. Yes, I did. But folk music came from African culture with black people on the boats. So it's technically not the first black American music. Sacred music would be like spirituals and things like that that reflected Christian values, but also detailed the hardships of slavery and evolved into what we think of as gospel today. The other foundational pillar of music is blues. Birthed in the late 1800s from a new set of struggles and oppression, blues was a regional thing and each region had its own unique sound and messages about life in that area. Those regions included the Mississippi Delta, Memphis, Chicago, and Southern Texas. Robert Johnson and Bessie Smith, hey, Empress of Blues, Sorry. <laughs> were pioneers in the blues game. From these three genres came jazz, R&B, soul, funk, and rap. And each of these kind of have their own dominant eras. Jazz originated in New Orleans. It basically has genres within the genre. I personally am a fan of big band jazz, which also reminds me of my grandfather, who was actually a bugler during World War II. I remember him playing big band jazz as he was sitting and relaxing in his living room. Wait, what's a bugler? Uh, like a trumpet. Oh, a bugle. okay. Okay. Yeah, he played the trumpet. Okay, thanks. R&B is a mixture of jazz, blues, and gospel that began when Black people started moving from rural areas to the cities between 1916 and the 60s. That transition changed the message of the music to reflect what was happening in urban environments, social concerns, and a renewed sense of cultural pride that they tried to break in prior decades. The original queen of R&B mm. was Ruth Brown, who had a distinguishing high squeak that Little Richard emulated. Interesting. 
What was special about this genre is that white people liked it too. So it somewhat broke through the color lines that were put forth. One could argue that it became a catalyst for some of the change that happened. And R&B is how we got rock music. Now, I know this is sax facts and it's kind of long, but like the preacher says, I'm getting ready to close. (laughs) I'm getting ready to close. Here we go. I just got two more things I want to tell you about. Soul and funk came out in the 60s and 70s and gave a sense of energy and hopefulness to our people. Some pioneers of these genres included the Queen of Soul herself, Miss Aretha Franklin, James Brown, the godfather of soul, Sly Stone, and George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop this year. So rap was birthed in New York in the late 70s and early 80s. Rap's origins were related to dancing and parties and combined pretty much all the types of music we just discussed. However, the message changed during the mid 80s to reflect the hardships of living in the inner city. Another set of problems our community was facing at the time, which some could argue hasn't changed very much since. The impact that rap and hip hop has had on not only black culture, but pop culture in general is undeniable, especially fashion. Yes. But that's why black music deserves to be celebrated. It has impacted culture and society in a major way. Jimmy Carter made June Black Music Month in 1970, but he never signed a doggone proclamation to make it official. It wasn't signed by a president until 2000. And Obama renamed it African American Music Appreciation Month in 2009. But I don't know anybody who calls it that. Do you? No. Mm -mm. So, yeah, let the doors of the church be opened. That's Sax Facts. Say amen. Yes. Amen. That was, I like how you kind of, you know, you gave us a little rundown. I, I like that, starting from the beginning. That, that was dope. That was dope. So, with the sax facts, and I know it's a very sensitive topic. I know you kind of stated where country, you know, where it kind of originated from. So, I'm going to ask you this boiling uh, question, okay? Will it Will we ever let go of Elvis Presley receiving credit when his style was from Black music? Hmm. That, I feel like, has been a point of contention. Mm-hmm. But I think, did you see the newer Elvis Presley movie? No, I haven't seen it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of canceled all of them when, you know, they they basically refused to give the recognition of where it come from. And then also, Elvis Presley ain't no different than R. Kelly because I counsel R. Kelly mm. uh, because of his uh, his uh, love and affection for underage um, little girls. And Elvis was the same way. Um, so I think it's not fair that, you know, he is glorified in his life when, I mean, he did some pretty shady stuff. So I feel like, I mean, a lot of people glorify him and make excuses, but come on, man. 
14-year-old girls. I feel mm-hmm. that. I don't care how good you sing, baby. I got girls. You come over here. <laughs> it's Lorraine and Bobby all the way. <laughs> I'm not playing. I don't give a damn. How, what, what top five people could name your songs or what, where you fall on the Billboard records, baby? No, sir. No, sir. As far as like him or giving credit to black people mm-hmm. in that movie, they did address that he got his stuff they from did. black people. Okay, okay. So, you know, I feel like as long as you acknowledge it and you don't try to take it as your own, mm-hmm. I can rock with that. But that happens so much. Though. It does, but it's it, not just with music, it's with a lot of stuff. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I'm going to just throw in here really quick just to be petty. Um, Kim Kardashian box of braids. And then now we can move along. <laughs> That's your favorite thing to mention. I'm sorry, man. That, that, that irked me. When they announced her two braids to the back, it's Kim Kardashian box of braids. <laughs> but go ahead. I digress. Okay, Lisa, what song or songs do you feel like embody the essence of Black music? Okay, so Black Essence. So obviously when it comes to blues, I want to say the old school blues, but also you did mention the polygamy, okay? Um, and, and, and that whole thing with George Clinton, because I'm going to tell you, my mom, she had a very interesting Saturday cleanup playlist <laughs> growing up. Now, as music progressed, it did kind of change, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, it was something about the Parliament and George Clinton. That was a lot. And then I cannot shake um, Barry White, Practice What You Preach. My mm. mom had that on repeat. And then, of course, you have like Bobby Brown, you know, the earlier Bobby Brown, the bad Bobby Brown, you know, that was hunching the stage, you know, <laughs> that was a very, you know. My prerogative. Yeah, my prerogative. Bobby Brown. Right, right. So, I mean, we live by that now. Um, I just don't hunch the stage. Um, but it, 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 it does. And I'll be honest with you. Growing up, though, I did find out that there there's more than just R&B and hip hop and rap. So I started venturing out as I became a teenager, listening to other things. And as I started venturing out and listening to other things, it kind of, I started picking out some of the things that was kind of relative to black music. So which I was like, okay, maybe that's the reason why I like it, especially sampling. Mm. Um, but to answer your question, I would have to go back to, George Clinton in the parliament that era. That's my mom and them's people too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can't forget about Frankie Beverly Mays. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely them. I would say Earth, Wind, and Fire too. Yes. The yes. elements mm-hmm. always got something on. Growing up, I thought that I would be, it would be so dope. I even may do this now. If I can do like one of the old school videos, especially Earth Wind Fire did. What's that? <laughs> that do 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 do. And they was like they had the little thing and it was going slow and it was like bouncing. You know how the, the computer screen used to bounce that little thing? Yeah. I want to do one of them videos. <laughs> 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 I may do one for my birthday. <laughs> I think you can't 
mention the essence of black music without talking about Motown too. I have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have to. The Supremes, Temptations, mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. You yeah, you have to. Um they they have to be mentioned. And then people like Little Richard and James Brown. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many people. The the thing about it though is the music is so great, but when you sit down and actually look at the lyrics and see the things they were going through, hey, they were going through it just like us. They were. It's not even worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it does make it very relatable. Um, but let me tell you, it, it, it's 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 amazing. Yeah, I love black music. Well. We did get to interview some people at Burr Park, and this is what they said about the music that they felt like embodied the essence of black music. My name is Robert Washington Jr. Okay, Robert. Black music, what song or music general do you feel represents the essence of black music? Well, they just put Tupac on the star at Hollywood. He represents the essence of a black man now. I'm Audrey Simmons here in from Dalton, Georgia. All right, Miss Audrey. So, what song or music genre do you feel represents the black essence of black music? Definitely like R and B. Okay. Um, 80s. Okay. Definitely, and some before that. But I think back to like Frankie, Beverly, and Maze. You know that type of music. Okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That type. Okay. Yeah, that genre. You wanna sing us a song? I would, but get back to me in about 15 minutes. Okay. Hi, my name is Sharon Clark. Thank you for speaking with us today. I just want to ask you a question. Okay, yeah. sure. Okay. So, when it comes to black music, okay, mm-hmm. and what song or musical genre do you feel represents the essence of black music? Essence of black music. Well, R and B, especially, and of course, one of my favorites is well, favorite artist is uh, Gladys Knight. And I don't know if you know, but most, there are other people that know that I like. That's my favorite um, go to. You know, when it comes to doing, you know, singing at you know, places. Yeah. So, so I don't know if you can sing a, a Gladys Knight song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit me with, hit me with just a couple bars. I've had my share of life's ups and downs, but life has been few. I guess you could say I've been lucky. I guess you could say that it's all because of you. If anyone should ever write my life story. No problem, no problem. Baby, let me tell you, that was amazing, especially just to hear Miss Sharon Clark sing Gladys Knight. Oh. Brought back memories. Tell you that's part of my mama's playlist. It really was. It really was. Um, So let's just have a little fun. So let's, I'm going to ask you this. What would your name be if you were a music artist? Oh, my. Come on. What would it be? Do you think you, are you the type that just use just your first name? Like Kim. You know, like Beyonce? Like, yeah. Shannon. Shannon. 
I don't know. Oh, you call me Shea Bug sometimes. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> that could be my music name. Right. See, I want to be on a level, if it was me, I want to be on a level. You know how Prince went through that rebellious stage? Oh, with the symbol? <laughs> the symbol. <laughs> <laughs> the artist formerly right. known as Mona Lisa. Yeah, no, I'll be the banker formerly known as Talisa. <laughs> that way, and that's genius. That way nobody know what to call you. They ain't in your face. It used to be that you had to put a little in front of your name. Now it's like. They still do. Now it's like NBA somebody. Yeah, let me tell you something. Now I'm not throwing shade at the music today. Yes, I am. I'd be damned if I'm going to be out here calling a grown man the baby. Now, (laughs) Now don't get me wrong. His new song, though, it do have me rocking. I'll be gyrating in my seat on the way to work. But come on, it's just like the names aren't as, they don't use their real names. Like, what is up with that? I think that's a rap hip hop thing. Everybody has like this alias. Yeah. And everybody is NBA or whatever. Yeah. NBA or what's the other one? It's like. It's so many. In something. NLE. It's so so many. And I also want to put this out here again. I'm not trying to throw major shade, but I am tired of hearing that Pound Town song by this, her name is Sexy Red or something like that, Red Sexy. And it's like Pound Town. He could have taken me to Pound Town. I'm like, sir, ma'am. That don't even sound. (laughs) Two o'clock in the afternoon, okay? My children in the car, it's summertime, all right? We're not going to do no pound town, nothing up in here. Okay. If we ain't talking about pound puppies, then we're going to turn this off. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. They're not subtle with anything these right. days. Right. But now again, I guess with music nowadays, they're more upfront. Because back then when you go, now there's been some songs that I was jamming to when I was little. And as an adult, I played it and I was just sitting here appalled. Like I was singing this when I was little or I was in the back seat that okay I'm gonna ask you a question when you were little and you was in the back seat of your mom's car did you ever close your eyes at like or look out the window at like you would shoot the music video <laughs> I don't know I may have no? done that in my bedroom I don't know oh there has been plenty of times so I was in my mom's car my mom was driving or my dad was driving and I was in the back seat singing the song and I look out the window like I was like shooting the music video I'm more of a like look out the window and dream and oh no nah, I was shooting a video baby it was a movie <laughs> <laughs> I'm like look up in the on, sky right right she she put on a can you stand a right new edition <laughs> I look out the window sunny girl hey no, I would be crooning on that song though yeah you couldn't tell me nothing baby nothing at all I, I hit that it. um. Johnny Gill part in the background? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't tell me nothing. Straight superstar. I had my little plaid sticking up. <laughs> Borets. <laughs> Borets. Borets. You couldn't <laughs> tell me nothing. My mama was driving that brown cutlass. I remember. It was a T-top. <laughs> Straight videos. Mama, if I win a lot, I'm going to buy you a new cutlass. It was a tan cutlass. <laughs> T-top. You couldn't tell us nothing. All right. That's enough of that. 
But I do want to ask you one more silly question, though. Y'all know I like throwing in these little questions to kind of throw Shannon off a little bit. Shannon, where was you at when cash money took over for the nine ninety two thousand? I guess we were both at Donato. (laughs) (laughs) This is also a song that made it to my mother's Sunday, uh, I'm sorry, Saturday cleanup playlist. My mother, shout out to her, because I'm going to be honest with you, in my house, music played a major, like a major part in, in how we work. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel like that's with all households, yeah. especially when it came down to cooking. Um, with my mom, my granny, they was in the, in the kitchen cooking. I mean, that playlist, I mean, that house was jumping. OK, um, but I have to say that Juvenile is one of my mom's favorites. OK. And if I hope that I'm not the only one when it comes to your mom and, and rap music, but. At my mom, with my mom, she just turned 60, okay, back in January. We threw a surprise birthday party for her, okay? When she walked in, and I got this on my Facebook page, we told the DJ to play Mystical, the man right here, as she was walking in. She was like, first we surprised her, when she heard Mystical, oh, it was a wrap. Now... Again, maybe mystical should be counseled as well as as, oh. as many times I just found out as many times he has been um, arrested for sexual assault. So I think I'm gonna call my mother later. Um, we're gonna discuss <laughs> this and see what we're gonna do about this. Um, but yeah, so music played a major part, a major part when it comes to, um, you know, our childhood. It comes to our lives. Are you still R. Kelly listener? No, no. no. I absolutely canceled him. Yeah. I mean, I did too. I wasn't a big fan anyway. Seriously? No. Now his music ride though. I mean, I mean, that man, he, come on. Some of the songs, yes, but I wasn't like a, there are people who went hard for R. Kelly. I -hmm. was not one of those people. Yeah. And, and, and again, this is one of those situations where as an adult, I went back through and I started paying attention to some of the things he was saying. It was very questionable things. So, of course, I don't, you know, R. Kelly, come on. No, mm-mm. but I have to admit, and I'm going to be 100 percent honest with y'all. There is one R. Kelly song I cannot shake. And no, it's not. I believe I can fly. That song can kick rocks. It is slow wine. It's something about Jamaican music or just theme that makes you want a dirty walk, girl. That's all right. How about this? Y'all pause it. Pause the podcast right now. Just listen to just maybe the first no. snip, a couple of seconds. Okay. Never no. Mind. Never mind. <laughs> no. I'm promoting. No, we're not promoting R. Kelly. No. But there is that one song that I can't shake. I have to listen to it all the way through and then after that, I'm done. <laughs> 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 is there any songs that you can't like you just can't do um, like, regardless of R. Kelly but like anything just like absolutely not that one song I was like what are they saying and then I heard Throat Baby oh 
I was like, Girl, baby. Oh no. Yeah. No, no, no. And they play that regular. They just do. Yeah, just regular. I was like, wow. I was appalled. They have no shame. They have no shame. They have no shame. But I mean, what we're going to do is about being creative, right? Freedom of speech. That's too much. Yeah. Doing too much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You ready for some fun? Yeah. Let's have some fun. Let's go. All right. Here's the All activity. Right. Let's go. All right, our black activity today is called Hey Mr. DJ. And so we're going to pretend that hey, we are DJing DJ, the ultimate. I like that. Sorry. <laughs> you're going to pretend that you're DJing the ultimate black celebration. What songs are you going to play in the following category? So we'll start right off the bat. What song are you playing to get these people hype? Okay. Uh, Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. John Fine okay. song, song. This is how we do it. Yeah, that one right there. I'm Have gonna go to. with straight rock. If you buck. Yes, yes, <laughs> this is true. Or tear the but, club up. Yeah, but see, now you gotta wait until like people are borderline tipsy, but not a hundred percent. But then when, people get to fighting. Yeah, just like. When they there, that way they just feel it. I'm a cat. Don't do the don't do the do the fight. Yeah, I don't know the lyrics, but you turn it on. I'm drunk. I bet y'all know it then. I'll be saying something. <laughs> what about to get them dancing? So you gotta start with the uh, the electric slide. Mm-hmm. So we gotta do with that or or the cupid shuffle. Which version of the electric slide? Because, you know, we got several songs. I like to keep it straight. It's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. The, with the lady singing. Okay. Yeah. Just keep it simple. Because they do the electric slide on the Beyonce song, too. Yeah, this is true. She she did. Yeah. Okay. I, I say keep it simple. Because, I mean, we got to we gotta make sure. Hey, guys, we got to do our part and still play the classics. Like, we have to. We have to. Because it was, what's this one girl? It's some girl that just came out. She sampled uh, Ludacris area codes. And she did an I interview. I saw that. And they were asking her about it. And she, she had no idea. She said she had never heard Ludacris area code song. She lying. That's Unless somebody said. else wrote the song for her. Of course. You know that's how they okay. do it. They they just go yeah. to the studio and be like, here, I got this song for you. You record it or whatever. They do it. But yeah, she's a younger younger girl and she said she had never heard area codes before. She definitely had the song written for her then because yeah. that definitely was inspired by yeah. that song. Look, Shannon Cash she said she lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way you can hear that song and not that's think what she about it. She said she had never heard it before. Somebody and I was like, listen, this is what the world has come to. They sampling all our songs now. Yeah, all of That's the thing now. When you listen nowadays, it's like all of the music is sampled. Like there's, it's hard to find something original. But our parents would say that about our generation songs too. Mm-hmm. This is true. You know what I saw doing with my daughter with Avery? Uh, if there's a popular song she liked, I would 
purposely play the original version while we're in the car just to see if she pick up on it. And she does. Yeah. She, she does. Challenge for y'all. Y'all start doing that with y'all kids. I think a song that always gets me dancing is Poison. Yes. You I know can't hear that song and not do some kind of... Right, something. Yeah, but my children, they still listen that to this day. That's a part of their, their cleanup music. Mine do too. Mm-hmm. But talk about questionable lyrics if you listen closely. Right. Now, my older two, they know, but Avery don't know yet. And we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> unicorns and, 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 and sprinkles for now. <laughs> All right. What song are you going to play to get people crooning? And if I Okay, that's a good one. In love. That one. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I would say um, that Lenny Williams song, "Girl, you know I I I, I, I I I love you." Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Everybody knows that one. Or probably before I let go. Everybody knows that. Oh one yeah, too. yeah. This is true. This is. What true. about if you want to make them feel in love? Okay, so I'm toxic, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I know this song has nothing to do with being in love, okay? But for me personally, it'd be Usher's Can You Get With It when he was younger. Oh, I was like... Can you get with it? It's like that. You got to go back and listen to it. I know it's weird. And the lyrics, he's basically telling her, like, look, I ain't looking for no long-term nothing, Okay. (laughs) That's not love. (laughs) (laughs) That is toxic. But baby, hey, I admit it. I'm toxic from the beginning. We already know this. (laughs) We already know this. But it's just something about it to get you in the mood. Okay, okay. All right. So for you, what is that song where you want to get them in the mood and you want to take your bae home? What's that particular song? Hmm. I mean, for some people, the obvious one would be let's get it on. Right. But. Right. All right. I'm going to throw some new music at y'all. It probably, it's not new, but if y'all not on Eric Billinger, baby, he don't wrote music for so many people. But Eric Billinger, he came out with the song Goat. That's why everybody really started using that term goat a lot. He made a song out to his wife. His wife actually um, is a sister to uh, Megan Good. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he his his albums, I'm telling you, fire. I went and seen him. My bae took me to go see him in Atlanta when he did his tour with Sammy and, you know, a couple. Oh, and that's when I seen T.I. Son perform, too, for the first time. Fire. Okay. Mm. We ain't talking about the bad one, King. I, w- I would not. I'm sorry. The oldest one. No, the middle one. Oh, he's the middle one. Yeah, he's the middle one. The oldest son. No. He's no, the oldest no. son? See, I got three sons. Yeah. No, four sons. I'm sorry. Hold on. He has one song called Henny and Crystals. And that was fire too. And then he has another song called I'm Not Ready, which is fire. The Money. That's his name. The Money. Yeah. So he got Messiah, which is the oldest one. Okay. The Money, King, and then there's another one. I don't know his name. Another one. It was real cute on the show. 
But yeah, Damani Harris, music fire. I just want to throw that out there. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Eric Billinger, um, he has one song called Drive By. We'll get you in the mood. Want to take you home to bay. He has another song called Freaky Deaky. Fire. He talking about eating it on the table. And he uses it in a metaphor. Fire. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Check out Eric B. Eric B for press. That's what he go by. Fire. Janae Aiko has some good songs, too. I, I like her, too. What song would you play to help people move on from a breakup? To move on? I'm toxic, baby. Poppy going to stay with me. That's hard. To move on? To the left. That's a classic. When it hurts so bad. When it hurts so bad. Yeah. Because I was going to say tell him, but she was like, tell him I need him. And that's begging him to come back. So you <laughs> tone it down. <laughs> or I don't with you. This is true. <laughs> you little stupid. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, Big Sean and Janelle Yoki, that song, um, I Know. Girl. <laughs> What you say? Janelle Jan- 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 Ayoki or whatever her name Jan- is. Janelle Ayoko. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the baby girl name is. Uh, that song they got, I Know. Mm-hmm. And that's a nice song too. It's just when he said, I know you've been running on empty. Seem like you need a vacation. Come on, Poppy. We'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. All right. Last one. All right. What song is going to make them reflect on how wonderful it is to be black? Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. James Brown. Yes. Um, Something off of Beyonce's um, album that she did that was like Lion King inspired. Brown Skin Girl or um, there's a lot of songs on there. There are. There, there really are. Well, let's shift gears and go to Lisa's Pieces. And I tell you, to my ears, you affect my way of thinking. Sometimes I stare off in space wondering how you get the things I be seeing. To my eyes, a beautiful sight of motivation, each shake to the 808 booms my rhythm. It contributes to what has been taught. Talk to me, hand it down, share with me to my hands. Figures to my fingers seem silly, but they work hard to floss the bands, even though the actual bands carried them all. To my tongue, my first kiss, I felt every word to my soul as you made me feel special, even though I never saw you again when that summer ended. I fall, fell into a state to only remember the influence you have over me to this day. You set my mood. You set my motivation. You express every movement inside of me, always there for me. A great example of how a mode is used often. You are the tone to my life. You are music. Yes. Giving me brown sugar vibes. Yeah. 
I am having a hot girl summer, but not the type that Meg is talking Uh-oh. about. Uh-oh. I am hot. <laughs> you have hot flashes <laughs> Baby, we too young for that. We're nearing. <laughs> but anyway, there's so much more that we could say about Black music because it really has been that much of an influence on everything. But we ain't gonna hold you. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you learned something and hope you'll tune in next week as we talk about Black fathers. I know Father's Day already passed, but every day is a good day to celebrate Black dads. And if you haven't already, follow us on IG. We're at Blacktivities Pod. We love to hear from you guys. So feel free to DM us and tell us what you liked or what you don't like. Just keep it respectful. Until next week. King and queens keep doing big things. Let's go. <laughs>